Yo, yo, yo. You know what it is. The grind don't stop, baby. True story, bro. Another episode. We got a good one for you today. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive right in. Let's get it, dude. One, two, three, four. Welcome back to True Story Bro. I am Blake, and as always, my co-host Brandon is here with me. What's up, Brandon? What's up, man? How you doing today? Doing pretty well. Got me a little Jack and Coke. How about you? Doing pretty good, man. I, I cannot complain too much. Now, I know last episode we had sports expert Kyle on, and we left Indeed. with kind of uh, a little bit of a cliffhanger right so there were some things that we were going to talk about in the next episode i know that i mentioned uh, some spy tactics cia kind of stuff and we're going to get into that that's going to be great but i think we have some things to talk about first in the football world but we cannot mm-hmm. get too far in front of ourselves before hearing a dad joke what you got for us all right blake so how did Vikings communicate, you know, centuries ago? I don't know. How did they do that? With Norse code. <laughs> Dude, they, they just get better and better every week, I think. Hey, that's, that's the goal, baby. <laughs> just stepping up your game, huh? Yes, sir. So, um, I, I know we talked last about probably fantasy football right so we can kind of jump mm-hmm. right back into that how did you do yeah i'm just going to lead off and say there is a reason that i in the middle of every single fantasy season rename my team to fuck fantasy right okay so get this so obviously I went over my starting lineup last episode in my money league mind you right so here i am doing pretty well, projected to beat the guy that I'm going against by a substantial amount. And, uh, you know, of course, he's got like Amari Cooper, stuff like that, you know, that just almost dropped a 40 bomb. And, uh, I, you know, I, f- I feel pretty confident going into this, right? So then I, uh, I decide that, I'm like, okay, I'm confident. Right? So I, I make a couple last-minute changes. So I decided to put in Daryl Henderson from the Rams and as my flex instead of Josh Jacobs, which, I mean, Daryl Henderson got me like 15.7 and Josh Jacobs got like 17 on the bench. So it wasn't a big discrepancy. The issue was Antonio Brown on the bench got 23.7 and Rob Gronkowski got 29 on my bench. And who do I have in play, might you ask, instead of them? I have Mike Evans, who dropped me 5.4 points. 
And I have Mark Andrews. That all I needed, he was my last player in. I needed eight points to beat this guy. Actually, seven and a half to beat this guy. What does Mark Andrews do? Gets me five points. So I lost by two and a half points. Yeah, man. In my money league. On behalf of the Ravens, I would like to apologize for that poor performance by Mark Andrews. I think he will be a, be a contributor going forward, especially this coming week when they beat the Chiefs. I think that will, he will be a, a key component. I mean, you know, it's good to have dreams. I, I respect having dreams. Yeah, man, and you guys can dream about beating us, and we'll see. We'll, see well we don't have to goes. dream. We've We've done it. Several times. All right, so on to my fantasy team. Um, <laughs> I did super good. I think I dropped a hundred and eighty some odd points. Um, in yeah, that's one insane. Week. Yeah, I did really good and had Gronk on my bench. I started Darren Waller, which I mean ended up being about the same. I thought it was a better choice before the game. Um, but, I mean, I think they're pretty close, maybe a point or two different. Uh, but I'm, I'm thinking about starting Gronk in the flex. Um, this coming week, I think they play Atlanta. So, uh, it's just that's hard yeah, to Yeah, I decided, I decided, like, <coughs> I, I was looking at my team, right? And I'll get your opinion on it, too. Um, so, right now, I've got, I, I did a couple switches, right? So, my projection isn't quite as high. Because of these switches. But I took out Mark Andrews and I took out Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. Right? Put him on my bench. And I put in Gronk because they're playing Atlanta. And I put in Antonio Brown, you know, who's also playing, obviously playing Atlanta. Um, Mike Evans yeah. is actually projected substantially higher, and so is Mark Andrews. But given by, for example, Tom Brady. You know, he was targeting Chris Godwin and Gronk and A.B. more than anybody last game. So I feel mm. like he's going to keep the trend going. Um, but, um, of course, right. it's my luck with fan- my luck with fantasy. Mike Evans and Mark Andrews will probably go off and everybody else won't. Um, but Will Fuller is back this week off of his suspension. I've mm. got him on my bench. bench and so we're going to see what happens there. And I, one person I don't th- – I went ahead and picked him up but I don't think a lot of people are talking about. And that's Juwan Johnson from the New Orleans Saints. You know who I'm talking about? I don't. Is that the tight end? Yes, he's uh, number 83. I mean, he had two touchdowns, right, for 21 yards with only three receptions and only three targets. So he caught all of his targets. He caught all of his, you know. But it really looked like Jameis Winston loved throwing it to him especially in the red zone with two touchdowns. I mean, he walked out of here with 17.1 points, which isn't bad. Um, so I've, I've kind of – I put him on my bench. We're going to see what happens. Um, just going to kind of monitor it a little bit. But, I mean, what about you? You got any tough decisions you've had to make this week? Um, Really, between starting Durrell Henderson at the flex or starting Gronk at the flex, the only real letdown that I had – uh, on my main team was um, <clears throat> Austin Eckler didn't produce exactly how I would like him to have produced. That's but, true. I mean, 
even still, it wasn't bad, but I think I'll play him over Daryl Henderson. Um, just because I – did you watch this the Rams game? Yeah. Well, Henderson picked up a lot of his points in uh, – like there towards the end um, when it seemed like the Bears kind of stopped playing. So uh, I just – I don't know if, I, if I'm going to start him this week. I think I've got some margin for error though. Um, yeah, I decided to, because I, I, I kind of struggled with the same thing, like whether or not to, uh, you know, keep him in as my flex, whatever the case is, and change him to Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs is questionable, meaning that I don't think he's going to handle the workload. Um, so I'm Boy, keeping he looked in. like he was getting banged up pretty good Monday night. Yeah, he was. But I tell you what, the two people, the, the two people I would say, other than like, you know, Mike Evans and... Mark Andrews, because, you know, they're on my team. Um, two running backs that I think really underperformed was Saquon with only 26 yards. I mean, he had 26 rushing yards and one reception for one yard. He had 3.7 points. If and you obviously don't say we're talking Aaron about Jones next. PPR. I mean, that's what I was going to say. Aaron Jones and then probably a third would be Austin Eckler. I mean, all three of them just – did not produce. And how about old Aaron Rodgers getting benched? <laughs> oh, are they not starting him next week? Uh, I th- no, they're starting him next week, but he got benched into the game. I know uh, Kyle in our fantasy league, sports expert Kyle, had started Aaron Rodgers and uh, got him 1.32 points, and they benched him. Yeah, we, with all the drama with Aaron Rodgers, I just I couldn't see picking him up. Uh, yeah, well, here, I mean, it comes to talk. I mean, do you think he's doing it intentionally? Um, I don't know. I think, I mean, I want to say that the competitor in Aaron Rodgers wouldn't let him do that. But also, I mean, if the guy feels like Green Bay is doing him wrong, who knows? But Yeah, I mean, I just know Aaron Rodgers is, I mean, he's he's a clutch quarterback. He's a great quarterback. I mean, it's definitely a top five going into this year, and it's like right now I don't know what's going on. I, I think I personally think you know if you give into the whole conspiracy theory thing, um, I think that he, you know, there was a picture of uh, what's his name off of the longest yard, Adam Sandler's character. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it. Paul Crew. There was a picture of Paul Crew. It said Aaron Rodgers is throwing it like Paul Crew was. You know, so yeah. I, I just thought it was kind of funny. I mean, giving into it, it's like I could see, but I don't know. It's just like I know it's only the first game. There's 16 games left in regular season. So it's it's hard to say whether or not he would actually throw it if he's trying to make a point or if he's wanting to get traded earlier or what the deal is. I definitely think this will be his last year with Green Bay. Yeah, I think you're probably right there. My The hardest thing for me – to wrap my head around if it's not on purpose would be why this is happening coming off you know one of his one of his best years ever um so yeah i don't i don't really know about that i guess we will wait and see uh you know he might be he might be pulling an antonio brown uh which by the way i saw a thing that was like Mike Evans got passed up on the depth chart by a guy who almost froze his feet off two years ago. So, <laughs> take that however Dude, you want. I'm not going to lie, man. T- 
take I mean take the drama aside, but A B looks good, man. He looks like he did in Prime Steelers, man. I mean I I, I hate to say it, but I, I definitely think that Antonio Brown is could be considered top three wide receiver in the NFL just based on route running speed, hands, awareness, everything. I mean, he is an insane receiver. Um, I think the drama and stuff like that kind of got in the way for a while. But, I mean, dude never stopped the grind. I mean, he is an insanely good receiver. I think he's extremely underrated. Well, one thing that I think is hard to argue with, and listen, I'm a Peyton Manning guy through and through. But it's hard to argue with the fact that Tom Brady has such a hunger for winning uh, and is such a strong competitor that I think he really does boost everybody else. I think he has a way of bringing out the full potential in the guys around him. Uh, And I think he'll go down in history as, if not the greatest competitor we've ever seen in professional football, at least you know, top one or two, uh, just because of that man. Uh, you know, the rings speak for themselves. But you know, how many times has he had kind of a lackluster cast and turned them into a Super Bowl team? And now he's got this superstar cast, this diamond-studded cast, and he's even. You're even seeing them step up. Um, but. You know, while we're here, I think it's important to note too that Dallas was really keeping up with them, uh, and I was surprised oh, about that. Dude, I think Dak is back, baby. He is. I mean, that's the reason that my. I mean, in our league that I'm in with you, that's why I'm called the Dak Shack, baby. He is ridiculous. Like he looked amazing. Like especially, and don't get me wrong, Dak's always been a really good quarterback. I mean, probably, arguably top five, definitely top ten. Um, you know, he, he's always been good, but after having, you know, two ankle surgeries and then having that pulled muscle and, and everything, I mean, and just getting going beat up into, outside Club La Vila. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, after watching him in that game, it's like he looks really good. Obviously, Amari Cooper did because um, he was playing against me in fantasy. But I'll, I'll tell everybody, all our viewers right now, it's like if you ever want somebody to do fantastic in fantasy, Put them in your lineup when you're playing against me. You know, then it's guaranteed that they will have their best games. Last year, I had a guy that won a total, a total of three games. And you will never guess who two of those games were against. And that was every single one of his players having the best game of the season. <laughs> That's funny. The, uh, the guy I played this week had the second highest points in the entire league and just was unfortunate enough to have to play daddy and you know <laughs> that's how things turn out um i mean i'm i'm going for the w which is crazy because i mean in the espn app that we use right so you can click on it and get your league projections of what you're going you know what you're projected to finish and in, in our league out of a 10-man league i'm projected sixth after this loss i or after this win that i won in our league i didn't move at all right i'm still just right at sixth go ahead and tell the people where where i'm ranked because i'm not real sure are you i I honestly don't know steeler you you should you should you should get on there and just take a look 
I don't remember exactly. Well, whoever was number one rolling into it got booted to second. Mm, Yeah, that's crazy. Because you know who got booted to first? Oh, were you the person that got booted up to first? I sure was. Hashtag Team Steeler Virginity. I am in there like swimming, my friend. So, yeah. So, I am looking but what's for the weird is, so I I won that, and I didn't move. Right, I'm still projected sixth. But in my other league, I lost, and I'm project. I was projected first, and I am still projected first. And I didn't. <laughs> and, and then the person who that was projected second won. He won his fantasy lineup, and he got booted down to third. I think it has to do with points, though. It's not. I don't I think mean, it's necessarily maybe. about whether you win or lose. I think it's based on just point projections. I mean, but, uh, that's very well could be. Let's see here. I think I have talked enough about talking about the CIA tactics, and now it's time that I think we need to talk about it. What do you say? Sounds good to me, brother. That was a lot of words to say we're going into the CIA tactics part now. Agreed. I found a an article online, and don't ask me what I was searching when I found it. I don't remember. And honestly, I probably wouldn't tell you if I could. But the title of this is the CIA designed a fake scrotum to conceal an escape radio inside. And I know I sent you a link. I want you to go ahead and open that up if you don't mind because I want you to see this thing. Oh boy. Warning. Contains images of a fake spy ball bag. Okay. Do you see it? Unfortunately, though, the faux nugget pouch never saw action, and only one prototype was ever made, which is now on display at the International Spy Museum in Washington, D.C. So they have a fake nutsack on display in the spy museum. They sure That is hilarious. It, It looks like a little furry chestnut, bro. A what? No, not a chestnut, a walnut, bro. It looks like if a walnut had hair. I mean, it does. <laughs> let me let me read over part of this. This is from Lad Bible, by the way. We'll give them a shout. Uh, you may be feeling quite proud of your creativity lately, having invented a lockdown drinking game or rediscovered your love of sewing. But that's nothing compared to the inventiveness of the CIA's former chief of disguise, Tony Mendez. He pioneered a fake scrotum which was designed in the late 60s as a means of concealing an escape radio after being captured and strip search. The logic behind it was simple. Captors are likely to be less rigorous when scouring the sack area. Now, <laughs> like you said, they did not use it. Uh, it says that not a lot is known about the prototype, though it is believed to have been made out of latex having been molded from an actual nut holder. The device was then to be glued on 
with the escape radio stashed within. A spokesperson. Bro, imagine this. Visitor. Imagine either one of two things, right? Imagine, first of all, you know, you have like an intern, right? Like this guy that just comes in on his first day of work and he's like, hey, drop your pants and eat a mold of your nutsack. <laughs> you know, just like, okay, imagine being the guy over there just getting his nutsack molded, right? And then the second thing, imagine being a guy that gets captured and is completely naked and has to tear that thing off of his existing nutsack with the glue or tape it on, glue it on, whatever the case is, how bad that would hurt just to get that escape radio. I mean, don't get me wrong. You got to do what you got to do to get saved. But imagine the pain level you would have to succumb to. That would be insane. Well, my question is this. How much How much do they have to pay you to be the guy whose nutsack is molded out of a lot of money, I can tell you that. <laughs> like, ima- I mean, imagine being that guy taking his kids to the museum, being like, "Yeah, you see that nutsack? That's what your dad's looks like." You, you think know? that that guy's <laughs> ever had that conversation with his kids group? I mean, I don't know what they used for molding back then, but I mean, who knows if the dude was even able to have kids? But, dude, I don't know, but it is an eerily realistic set of nuts <laughs> like, I mean that's, that's it, too much it could have fooled me but also I mean look at the size of the radio that was supposed to be in it versus the size of the actual nuts like I, I don't know yeah. how you could fit both together I mean carefully I guess, I guess well, obviously it didn't take worse. off very well I mean because, I mean, if they only made one prototype and it never saw action, I guess we never really will know if it ever yeah. really worked. Unless that's just what they want us to think. And that's, you know, we got we got people running around with fake ball bags right now just in case they get captured. You know, I mean, they, they might not want us to know. Oh, man, we have used the word ball bags an alarming amount of times. And I feel like we can work it in a couple more times. Uh, fake news are a ball bag? Ball bag, that's the word. Oh, ball bag, okay. Yeah, that's we're talking about ball bags. Welcome back to oh, True okay. Story Bro, the ball bag episode. Last week we had I the mean, I feel like State ball, I feel like, episode. I feel like a good episode title would be The The Fantasy Ball Bag. Fantasy Ball Bag? I think we could do that. Or you know, kinda like fantasy footballers, right? You have them, it's like the fantasy bag ballers. Do you think that there's a chance that Joe Biden wears a fake ball bag? I think the fact that you're insinuating that that man has any testicles, fake or not, is crazy to me. I mean... Did you see the Joe picture Biden. of him with all those kids, by the way? No. Tell me about it. He took a picture with his... Like, there's a bunch of kids around him. He had his mask down, of course, right? You know, I guess he got the blessing. Can't smell hair with a mask on. Yeah, and uh, he had his mask down, smiling with a bunch of kids. And every single kid that he was with had a MAGA hat or Trump shirt or Make America Great Again or just all decked out in Trump stuff and all gathered around, took a picture with Biden. He had no idea. That's got to be a photo edit. 
It's. I mean, it's not, dude. It went like it went viral, bro. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I just missed it. But fake ball bag Joe, you heard it here first. Brandon thinks. And hopefully, that it and hopefully happen. last. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Last week was the Penn State shower episode, so and this week is the ball bag episode. There's no telling what we're going to talk about next week. I mean, at this point, I feel like I just got to say it. Ball bags in the Penn State shower. I just meant ball bag. Ah, ball bag. Man, you know, I gotta say as well, um, I am thinking a lot about the conversation we've had in the last five minutes. Um, this is the kind of thing that you get canceled for 20 years from now. Is that about ball so, bags? <laughs> yeah, exactly that. So... <laughs> If you're ever thinking about running for public office, probably uh, probably keep this podcast on the town low. I think I think our uh, our boy Logan knows something about ball bags. Oh, do tell. I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, I feel like he's a ball bag guy. Ball bag kind of guy. You know he's going to listen to this the first day it you know, comes out. Well, you know you know sneaky ball bags, right? I'm going to say sneaky oh, ball bags. Yeah. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> An inside joke for a listener. Shout out out to you, Logan. (laughs) Very nice. Well, I think that's all the content that I've got for right now. Uh, Yes, sir. I want to include, um, I know, you know, every couple episodes we just kind of take a second to thank the listeners. Uh, I, I did some research. I know we haven't been as active as we once were, but we're going to work to... You know, get back to uh, a regular activity. Maybe try to uh, put something out every Wednesday or Thursday, something like that. Um, but one thing that I did notice was that I think last time we talked, we were listened to in like five countries. Now, I believe it's something like eight countries. So it has been so encouraging to see. Uh, that there is continued support. We do have a pretty uh, regular set of listeners who I can count on to listen every single week. You guys know who you are, uh, and I just want to thank you uh, for being yes, here. And just and, and also just remember, guys. You know, the more you put it out to your friends, your family, your loved ones, your ex loved ones. You know, it doesn't matter. You know, the more people you put it on, you get us into that big time. You know, once we start getting that 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 structure, you know what I mean? That that base of operations of viewers and everything, you know, that's when giveaways and sponsorships and stuff like that start happening. So I mean, help us help you. You know what I mean? If this episode gets one hundred listens, Brandon will post a picture of his ball bag. I won't. Because <laughs> that's how you get arrested. <laughs> Just call it art. Yeah, we're not going to call it that. <laughs> I, the right. last thing I want is Joe Biden just messaging me and be like, hey, what's up? You know, I'm just, I ain't, I ain't about it. I'm just not you, about it. You up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Adios.